Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Happy Hi. Friday. We did it again. How do we do it? I don't know. Just survival. What a grind, huh? Not really. Oh yeah, yeah! Oh yeah! Yes, of course. The stuff and the, the yeah. meetings. Oh and, gosh! Uh, if anything, uh, we might quit soon because of the work. <laughs> better, Donna. A little bit. All right. Don't forget, they're always listening. Listen. You know, you, you like they're never listening when you want them to be listening. Right. And then they're always like, "Hey, Steve, uh, I just walked into my office. Why did you mention stomach problems?" <laughs> None of the rest of the. Three hours of, and I say this with great humility, solid gold. It's never that. It's just the one little foible. Yep. And it's always, hey, come see me when you're done. You know, I don't want to. I want you to say, <laughs> hey, could you swing by my office to talk about this specifically? And by the way, it's not bad. Right. It's like those people who leave messages. Hey, it's Carrie. Call me. No. You need to call me. No, don't do it. How about when you add the word need? You need to call me. Oh. And then you, know you call what? and it's like, hey, can you get me a t-shirt? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, dude, don't do that. Don't do that. I don't even know when the last time I recorded an outgoing voicemail. Oh, same. I don't even know what mine says. Want me to call it? Sure. It probably says, hey, it's Donna. Can't take your yeah, call right it's now. Actually, Leave a message. It's really radio-y. Um, so radio I mean, like you sound like a pro, you know. This, um, so I'm going to give you a call, and then don't just ignore it. All right, and then it'll we'll right. do this. This is We're fun. This is right fun. out of the gates. All right. Righty. All right. No, it, it might be. It, hey, ignore it's it. Donna. Just ignore it. I am ignoring. No, I mean, like, click it off. Let's save some oh. time here. <laughs> like, yeah, I send it straight to voicemail. <laughs> That's what I should have said. I can't. I have to slide to answer. No, just hit the side button. Yeah. Oh, really? With, hit that guy? button. Yes. All right. I did. Look. Hitting it, hitting it multiple times. All right, just All right. let it ring. Hi, it's Donna. Leave a message and I will call you back as soon as I can. Thanks. That's it. Sure. At the tone, please record your message. Do you want to oh, leave wait, a message you to you? Yeah, I'm I'm hang up. Oh, oh. Hey, Donna. It's Donna. Go to the butt doctor today. Never forget it. Bye. <laughs> right, I was so going to leave like some words of affirmation for me. Aww. Yeah, didn't Ross do that once on Friends? And he was like, oh, like I don't hey, know. future Ross, it's me. That's You're doing funny. great. Something like that. I've done that on the air before where Call I called myself and mm-hmm. I had a conversation with myself. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, right. Not too far from many nights of the week. <laughs> Just having a conversation Correct. with yourself. Wait, you, you don't know? talk to yourself, Steve? Yeah. What do you think? No, I have, no. Yeah. I have too many people around. There are too many people in my house for me to have those. If I lived in a quieter situation... I'm sure I would open my mouth and verbally talk to myself, but I, dog. I don't. It's fun to talk to the dog. Oh, yeah. sure. Sing to you're the just, dog. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not crazy. I'm actually talking to mm-hmm. something. Yes, you are the justice of peace, the chancellor of excellence, as I scratch the side. Hey, call me, Donna. Uh, no, I'm good. Donna, uh, people uh, want to know. Holly, can we call you? 
No, because it's Gosh. just going to go give my phone number because I don't even think I have a voice oh, greeting. You're one of these. Hey, Siri, call Steve Patterson. And then we'll talk a little ACMs. Dolly debuted her new rock song last night. I have opinions about that. All you right, now I'm going to call. Yeah, sure. All right, here we go. All right. All right. It's going to be really official. Oh, yeah, because you think Irv is calling at all times. <laughs> Irv is Steve's manager. I don't know what's going on. Sorry. This is great radio. Mm-hmm. Wow. Happy Friday, everybody. Hey, you've reached Steve Patterson. Sorry I couldn't get to the phone. Just leave me your name, your number, and a message. I will get back to you as soon as I can. going to leave a message for you. Okay, here we go. What up, dog? You're crushing it! <laughs> <laughs> but did you see how I, I tried to seem he... laid back there? She was like, in uh... Yeah, nobody's buying that garbage. Here, <laughs> this is what you got to do. You, you know how when you go to your voicemail... And they transcribe it. Yeah. Now we need to see how they spelled. Oh, yeah. Because then we'll finally have the answer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we've been wondering, how do you spell that mouth sound? All right. I'll look it up once. All right. You look it up. I will tell you, Lainey Wilson won big at last night's ACMs. Uh, She is incredible. Uh, It was the 58th uh, ACM Awards. I watched some of it. Uh, she and Hardy shared music event of the year and visual media of the year for their song, Wait in the Truck. Great song. Um, but she was just getting started. Bell Bottom Country, her album, won album of the year. And she topped that by winning female artist of the year. And then, um, oh, by the way, she's got a new boyfriend. It's an NFL player. Steve, do you know who Delvin Duck Hodges is? Duck Hodges, yeah, yeah. he's a uh, former Pittsburgh Steeler quarterback. Oh, that's her beau. And she that? also, I believe she's in Yellowstone. Yes. Also, she's one of the women who works with the, oh, you know, the ranch hands. Oh, okay, good. All right, anyway, uh, Garth and Dolly co-hosted. How was that? I bet that they were all sorts of fun. You know, cheesy, cute, you know, it, typical. He introduced her as the goat. And on cue, Dolly walked in pulling a wagon with a live goat sitting inside. So that set the tone. <laughs> um, and let's see. Uh, Chris Stapleton won Entertainer of the Year. He seemed shocked by that. Uh, let's see. What are some of the other biggies? Uh, there's a new fem- female artist of the year, Haley Win- Witters. New male artist, Zach Bryan. Um, yeah, it was a good show. Lots of performances. Ed Sheeran performed with Luke Combs. That was Really great. And by the way, I'll have more on Ed Sheeran uh, coming up because he wants to transition into country music. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? That is. Wow. Um, and then Dolly debuted her new rock song. Oh. Have you heard it? No. I'm sure Holly heard it. You guys probably played it not that long ago. But uh, for those of you who have not heard it yet, check out Dolly's new song. Don't get me started on politics. Now how we to live in a world like this? Greedy politicians, present and past. They wouldn't know the truth if they bit them in the ass. Now tell me what is truth? Have we all lost sight of common decency? Of a wrong and right? How do we heal this great divide? Do we carry that to try? Okay, so cool. I think this is one of her better songs of the past few years because she's put out lots of stuff. I think it is great. 
I don't think Dolly's the person to sing it. Mm. She's certainly the person to write it. I think if you could picture another rocker singing that song, that is a hit. Chris, I want to give it Chris to Stapleton. I want to give it to Pink. I love oh. it. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean the way she crafted the lyrics and everything, like normally she's very literal and that was a little it bit. It was a little literal literal. But the hook, she's got something there. When it all burns down. Yeah, talking cool. about, you know, how she the state in of liar, things liar now. liar pants on fire, essentially. Oh. Which was fun. Could we so also good. get Kelly Clarkson in on that? Yes! Mm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that could be a big hit for somebody. And then maybe Josh Groban? Okay. All right, I'm just we're messing. Just, I'm just throwing names out there. I'm having a good time. What about Chris Stapleton? I want you to hey. hand over your radio license right now. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, yep. If you, if you uh-huh. think I have one. Yeah, your um, laminated card. Gonna need it. The... Chris Stapleton's acceptance speech. I just want you to know that I watched oh. a portion of the ACM Awards. So sweet. Uh, and just by that, I it was only his acceptance speech on Twitter. It was, still, it was nice. It yeah, was it was just he very down to He was like, kids. I'm not an entertainer. The, like, I just, I'm a songwriter and a singer. The fact that I'm entertainer of the year. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, shout out to my wife, kids, you, the kids sacrifice mom and dad yeah. being out they of the house. They got a lot of kids. So, yeah. Anyway, there you go. Country All Music right. Talk from Stevie Boy. All right. I uh, just more... updated my LinkedIn. Go ahead. <laughs> Ed Sheeran coming up at 10. We'll do that. All right. When we come back, what, hey, what is Zelda? Perfect. Wait, tease. what? Perfect tease. What? Zelda, what? which what? was a thing you could argue now is maybe bigger than it's ever been. We'll explain what happened. And more specifically, we'll explain what Zelda is when we come back. Donna and Steve on my talk. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. Donna and Steve on my talk 1071. Everything entertainment. We got Holly Roberts with us for hour one. Oh, and the look, the look I got from Holly before we went to break when Steve said Zelda is still a thing. And you said, what is Zelda? I have a guess. Describe Holly's look. Was it more shock or disappointment? Shock. Okay. Shock. And Mm -hmm. so to that, I want to say, I think this is a blind spot of mine when it comes to pop culture. Okay. Respect. I am guessing that this is some type of video game. You're right, Donna. Yeah, You're right. Donna! Look at you. Yeah. Ding, 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 ding. Now, it's funny because <clears throat> I grew up as a uh, as a Super Mario Brothers guy. Okay, and I, d- I dabbled. Mario 1, 2, and 3. Sure. And um, Zelda was always like the other game. It was like this other franchise that Nintendo had and... It always felt like someone identified more as a Super Mario Brothers person or a Zelda person. Okay, I, this is how I mm-hmm. put things together. I remember Robin Williams' daughter, her name is Zelda, and I believe she was named after a video game. Which was this one. That that's what. I, that's how I put that together. R- Zelda was Robin Williams' favorite video game franchise. Okay. So much so that he did, in fact, name his daughter Zelda. For that reason. The reason I'm talking to you about Zelda, and it might feel like it's a little bit out of nowhere, uh, I was reading an article this morning from the Morning Brew that said, uh, here's how it reads, if your gamer friends go MIA this weekend, they're probably answering the call to take up arms as the hero of... Holly, you sound like you're more of a true Zelda person than I. Is it Hyrule? Uh, 
you know, we'll go with that because I'm not sure. Okay, let's <laughs> say the hero of Hyrule. It's the most anticipated video game release of the year. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. It is out today. It's a sequel to The Legend of, of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which came out six years ago. Um, it was, by, by the way, for Nintendo Switch, that game, that Zelda game that came out in 2017, really helped what had at the time was kind of a slumping video game console market. And it was like, oh, wow, this is a great game. Everybody's excited about it. Uh, so Nintendo said that Breath of the Wild, the last one, sold almost 30 million copies. Oh, wow. So if you put that, we always wow. like to do this. Um, let me, let me. He's, he's going to do some math. I'm going to do for some us. math. Here. I was told there would be no math so on a Friday. Talk to the people and say right. something interesting. Hey, people. Um, <laughs> yeah, we'll have some. Uh, We're doing some video game mathing. Yeah, we are. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Coming up next hour, we'll uh, we'll have some music news. Tell you oh why Beyonce gosh. isn't dancing a whole lot on this tour. Oh. Hang on, That's I need on more time. Yeah. College of Pop Culture Knowledge Ooh, coming great. up. At what time? Ten thirty. Uh-huh. Thank you for asking. Yeah, we've got what we call our slow jam. That's at eleven thirty. Oh, today. Always hilarious. That's um, yeah, it's a little embarrassing as well. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and then um, also, if you're a Nickelodeon fan, uh, we might have a little trip down memory lane for you. That's coming up at 11 today. Ooh. And now, Steve Patterson. That means that if they, in fact, sold 30 million copies of Zelda, just to compare it to movies, which might be more relatable for all of us. How much is a game? Roughly $50. Oh, wow. That's a lot of money. I believe that that means... $150 million? I believe 1.5 billion is what that would have done at the quote unquote video game box office. Wow. So it's a big deal is the point. You know, like these Call of Duty games when they come out. Yep. It's kind of crazy how many people um, end up going in after these. But anyway, there was a big release and people started going nuts for it. And so when you feel like, oh, Zelda, that happened a long time ago, it's back. And if you're hearing about it, like I said, I saw it trending on Twitter last night. And I was like, what is going on? In fact, Zelda, um, they have a Reddit group that's devoted to Zelda. It's got 2.1 million members compared to just 147,000 for Mario Brothers stuff. I mean, that's a huge gap. And Mario just did incredible business at the box office, speaking of a billion dollars. Much bigger than like Call of Duty, which you'll hear about sometimes and all that. So I wondered if we're suddenly hearing about Zelda and they know that there is a huge fan base. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. And Super Mario Brothers movie. just tested really well. Doesn't it feel like we could be in for a, movie. a Zelda movie? Yes. I would feel incentivized sure. to, to try to make that movie. And you know why? Because... Once somebody sees the success of something else, then you end up getting five of those things. Don't you feel like people have yes. done that with movies yes. in other genres? Also? I always point you like, back oh, to... God, here we go again. There was a year, I believe it was 1995, when both Babe and Gordy came out. Two separate oh, movies. Boy. About Both pigs. about talking pigs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Deep Impact Armageddon. Oh, and then we had Pippa the Pig... 
Pigs had their moment. Okay, now we're going back to pigs, all right? All right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Well, you know, pigs had their moment. Uh, zombies had their moment. Vampires had their moment. Now, you say that you still like to go to the swine barn at the state fair just to, well, and I'll use your words here, to fat shame the hogs. <laughs> never said that. Aww. Steve, you're a terrible person sometimes. I misremembered it. Aww. Sorry. You stop by because they're wonderful creatures and they appreciate the attention. Do you ever yeah. see the giant, giant fat A hog, though? There's always like the world's biggest hog that they have there. And let me tell you what that hog's day consists of. Okay. Laying on his hog side. <laughs> and his or hers, I don't know. And then just that. That's the beginning and the middle and the end of the day. These hogs are huge. They are so big. They're they're almost immobile. It, it makes me sad for them. I'm not going to lie. It reminds me of my 600-pound life. Yeah. And then they're going to eat that thing. Then that thing will be slaughtered and eaten. <laughs> Donna went dark. I went Donna dark. Went dark. Again, I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought fat shaming hogs felt dark, and then she was like, "Hang on, hold my beer. I can do you one better." But you know, am I wrong? You're not. They will eat that hog, and that is just farm life. I don't know what to say. Hey, sorry, friends. Donna just got dark again. Sorry. Are you though? Not really. That's life on the farm. That's life on the farm. This is how farms are. All right. We got to go, but we're going to come back. All right? Uh, yeah, we got a bunch of different stuff here. You won't see my... Mm, let me try that again. You won't see my Bialik hosting Jeopardy anytime soon. Whoa. We'll find out why when we come back. Hey, and if you have a Peloton, I want to let you know why you might want to uh, reach out to Peloton, especially if you care about your butt. Yeah, when we come back, don't leave on my talk. Good morning, welcome back. Thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Let's uh, talk Peloton. This is interesting. I, I have a quite a few friends who have Pelotons. Oh, is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, Peloton. It feels like you you don't go many months without somebody else bringing up a Peloton at some point. Don't you just feel like you always hear about the Peloton? Yeah. Yeah, and I am always like, wow, you're really going to spend that much money on this? Are you going to use it? Because if you have any doubts, I would suggest you just get a gym membership. Do we know the price of a Peloton? Are they like $2,500? Something like that. Yeah, and then you got to get the subscription. Yeah. Can you use it without the subscription? Uh, I mean, I guess you could still, the pedals still work. Well, that's iffy on some of these things that you can't confirm nor deny. Really? Well, I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming that you can, but at the same time, what if they decide to proprietary lock it on you one day? Sure. You never know. But that being said, oh man. I mean, I suppose you could put it in front of your TV. Yeah. You want one? Do you want one? Yeah, I would. I don't have anywhere to put it. So They look pretty small, though. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not small. Uh, they do take up enough room. Yeah. I mean, you could put it in a corner somewhere. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, and just pull it out when you need it. Yeah. But I was thinking if you wanted to, if you didn't get the subscription for the classes, couldn't you just park it in front of a TV and put on, you know, some mm-hmm. videos on your own 
big screen TV. Yeah, right. Or like, could you put like an iPad? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm, I'm sure there are YouTube knockoff like Delatons where it's like, hey, what's up? I'm Kurt. We're riding today. We're in the Himalayas. But I think I'm the, in Melaton. I think, the, I think the point is the classes and the subscription. That's, because otherwise, just get yes. a bike. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's there's a malfunction, right? 2.2 million bikes have been recalled by Peloton. 2.2 million. That's a lot. Here's the sitch. If you bought a Peloton bike here in these United States of America between January 2018 and May 2023, Ooh, like so this like month. Everybody pretty much. Yeah, the last five right, years. Exactly. Think of the, the pre-pandemic boom, then, then the pandemic boom. Well, they say you should stop using it. And contact Peloton for a free repair. This is what the company said yesterday. Peloton found that the bike's seat post can break while you're riding, which, go figure, can lead to injury. And I would think specifically to your butt. Well, there was a guy that was being interviewed on one of the network news broadcasts last night. And he was like, I was just basically pedaling his butt off. And then the whole thing just... the." The entire seat just went sideways on wow. him, and he fell to the ground. Oh, and, geez. Yeah. Yeah, you could really get jacked up there. This recall, by the way, the fourth that Peloton has issued for its exercise products in the past several years, it, no, well, go figure, uh, no surprise here, it weighed down its stock, which was already struggling. Shares sank to their lowest level yesterday since Peloton's IPO initial public offering when they first became a stock back in 2019. Do you remember when... Mr. Big, Big from Sex and the City or whatever the, yeah. you know, the reboot was. Yeah. And then there, and then there, what was it? Oh, and here. just like that. And just, and just like, like that. that. And he died on, was it a treadmill or a Peloton? I, I thought it was, it was a Peloton. Peloton. Mm-hmm. Didn't we have a story about how the stocks were affected by that? Right. Yeah. yeah. Negatively. Yeah. Yeah. It's been weird. And then Peloton had the ad that went viral where it was like, what do you get the woman in your life? Get her a Peloton. Yes. Like, you better stay fit. Yes. You want to stay with me, yes. stockbroker guy? Then you better stay fit. And then it's like the next year, it's this time lapse of her like, oh, but I got to get on my Peloton. And before I go out, I got to get on. Yeah. And it, it, it didn't play the way that they thought it would. And then Ryan Reynolds, who aforementioned yes. Aviation Gin, he had that Peloton girl who was very recognizable for a brief moment of time, had her on an Aviation Gin commercial where it was like, you ever just need to go out, you know, and essentially... Cut free. It was it was addressing without addressing. The Don't want to be tied down yeah. by the Peloton. You just need to cut loose with your lady friends. Yeah, that was great. That was that was smart. He's well, a then smart we had, marketer. Then we had all right. While we're on this rabbit hole, going down this rabbit hole. Then we had the remember, this is us, yes. and the crockpot yes. that started the fire. And then the yes. crockpot people were like, "No, they're safe." Yeah, yeah. It's funny. Yeah, these things can hit brands and surprise them. All out of nowhere. I remember when I thought this, I I don't know if you guys followed the news much, but there was a pandemic that raged on for years. And it was initially called coronavirus. And I remember thinking, oh, this, how unlucky for Corona beer. Because no one, we know it as COVID now. But at the beginning, we knew it as Corona. And I just thought, Corona beer, they wake up one day and suddenly the worst word in the world for about a month was the name of their brand. That would be like if it was called the Honda virus. And you're like, okay, could we have chosen anything else? Right. I did a a bit about this on social media. I was bored and it was a couple years ago when they came out with the Delta variant. 
And so it was, I was playing a Delta representative calling Corona to figure out how they dealt with right. the, the PR right. nightmare of it all. That's the thing about the English language, Steve. It's dumb. Super dumb and very difficult to learn. I'm glad I don't have to learn it. Oh my gosh. And I mean, and boy, we don't do a good job of when we travel, like getting to know other people's languages either. We're like, they better speak American. Yeah, they better better speak English. And it's like, everybody goes and expects them to speak our language. But then when they're here, we're like, speak English. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. Again, it's not like we're traveling to Italy and we're like, oh, you know, like like, you speak English and otherwise we're talking into our phone, like translate this. More more likely, they're just going to see you trying to speak that your Italian, Steve, that you got from Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) And they're just going to be like, "Okay, we're just going to speak English to this person. Yeah, Yeah, because I think now at least make the effort. Yes, you try. Yeah. Then you feel slightly shamed for not nailing it. And then we all just, you know, but then maybe they also appreciate the effort at least. Yeah. Of Like, okay, he tried. It's me, Mario. They're like out of the country. You. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Guys, Mayim Bialik is not going to be hosting Jeopardy during the writer's strike. But your buddy, Ken Jennings, will. KJ. He crossed the picket line. Mayim declined to do the same. She wants to show support, but Ken will. He'll film the final episodes of the season next week. They have all the material they need because the questions and answers were written before the strike. So... It's not real surprising. Sure. So, And there were other TV shows and movies that were already written. That is true. Still in production. Correct. And so, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. It sounds like the questions were already written. Or the answers, excuse me. All of it. Yep. All done. All right. Uh, what's this Bear Grylls story you got? Bear Grylls, apparently, for a while, was preaching veganism. Now, Bear Grylls is in Bear versus Wild. That Bear Grylls, you yep. know, I'm outside, I'm on a mountain, now I'm drinking. I once saw him drink urine out of snakeskin. Mm. He peed into a hollowed out snakeskin and was like, I'm going to drink this now. He drank it. Okay, and now he's preaching veganism? No, then he was talking about veganism. No. And now he says he's embarrassed that he ever promoted veganism. And he shuns mm. veggies entirely. In favor of meat, red meat. He's like the opposite Donna Valentine. He says he's now inspired by how our ancestors survived for millennia. So Bear Grylls is eating red meat, blood, mm. bone marrow, as well as salted butter, eggs, fruit, and honey. Okay. Uh, good. He for claims him. that the science stacks up. Experts insist that vegan diets can be perfectly healthy, and vegetables are key for a balanced diet. Um, so he's sort of like, yeah, but my science says this and other science is like, yeah, our science says that. Yeah. It could go on and on. Yeah. I, I always preferred the guy from survivor man better. Really? Yeah. I like never watched that show. Cause I was so enraptured by bear Grylls's style. I thought it was much more interesting. Really? Yeah. His name was Les Stroud. That was his name. Less is more. But he... Oh, I believe he was the one cameraman guy. Yes. And then... He was setting his own stuff up. Right. Bear Grylls had a crew, and some people wondered, like, 
So you got a place to stay at night? You know, is there like a a glamping just out of frame exactly. or what's going on? Exactly. Here? People in, you know, a van over there. But then Bear started doing the uh, the thing where he would take celebrities out <clears throat> and he would say, hey, come with me. Will Ferrell did something, I think. Kate Winslet did something, I believe. Maybe Zac Efron. Yes, yes. 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 Yeah. That's cool. Okay. Would you ever, if Bear Grylls said, hey, Don, I got a Never. new show. Come on, wait a minute. Mm-mm. So on NBC, nope. we're going to pay you a hundred grand That's just okay. to show up. And you're just going to do three days in the wild with Bear Grylls. Not a chance. Donna Valentine. If I said by Monday, you've just got to live outside in the woods with an expert and no. you'll be a hundred grand richer. Are no, you he's going to have me climbing the side of a mountain. Yeah. yeah no, I'm not doing that. I shan't be going into an alligator infested swamp everybody seems to survive though then you'd come out stronger you will have pushed yourself to the limits i'm good you'll be a little richer do you see how much a hundred thousand dollars doesn't even matter (laughs) to scrooge mcduck's bank account over there i mean golly because i'm not i don't value money in that way that's because you made all that k102 cash for so long (laughs) whatever Whatever. I got to go. I got to go. Uh, what's going on with Ben and Jen? Oh, did you see the... I just I feel, watched the video and I was like, oh, man. I feel like there's a bunch of fake news about Ben and Jen. This happens. We saw this at the award show table a couple of months ago when it looked like they were having like, you better sit there and act straight. I'm about to leave. I'm going to leave it. They turn that, you know, all this. And then every, they have lip reading experts. I would yeah. hate to be Ben Affleck or Jennifer Lopez or m- most any celebrity for that matter. Absolutely. But we'll tell you about what cameras caught when they came out of uh, a coffee shop. They did not look as happy-go-lucky as the Super Bowl Duncan commercial would lead you to believe they are. Uh, but I think I'm reading between the lines here. We'll tell you about it when we return and see something say something. Hey, guys. What's up? Stevie Boy, Donna, please stay out of this. Uh, we were talking about Bear Grylls and what he eats. He's, everybody's trying to eat healthy, right? You want to eat healthy, but you don't want to have to pay out the nose to do it. And frankly, you don't want to spend a ton of time in your kitchen just trying to get dinner on the table. Like, we're all busy. We got stuff going on. You got the kids going places. You got plans. Save time. Eat better. How? Origin Meals. Check them out today. OriginMeals.com. You should see that they've got, like, made-from-scratch meals. They have a rotating menu. So every week, it's kind of exciting. You can go on the site, see what the menu options are. And you can go through and choose what menu options you want delivered fresh, never frozen to your door. Or you can say, hey, I set it set a default. I love everything you guys got. It's great. Lou and I would do that. We would just love being surprised. What's showing up at the door? They have great sauces. Like, like you kind of want to drink the sauces. You shouldn't. You can apply it to the food, but heck, if you want to take it as a shot, who am I to judge? OriginMeals.com. Save time. Eat better. Mention you're a My Talker. You'll save 30% off your first order. Donna and Steve on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment. You know, if you see something, you should say something, even if it's an illusion. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. It'd be fun to work for, I don't know, like the Daily Mail. Oh, Oh, we're just Uh, naming Fortune 500 companies. (laughs) 3M. Yeah. Ooh, Pillsbury. Who created the the post-it? Because it wasn't, 3M. I know, no, I know that it's 3M. Oh, but what guy? But there was, Ro- I was going to say, right. what, what, what woman? 
Lisa but, Kudrow. Yeah. Is that a, is this a part of that movie? Is yeah. the storyline? Am I yeah. missing this? They go to like their high school reunion yeah. and uh, yeah, business women special. Yeah, oh. it's a whole thing. And you know, she's like, uh, you know, what do you do? I created the post-it note. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'll add that to my list of movies that you guys assigned that I never followed through on. I think you might like it. Uh-huh. It's cute. Anyway, we digress. But my point is, there's someone walking the face of the earth, earth right now who's like, uh-huh, I made that. Because it wasn't the company, it was it was Jim or it was Judy who said, "What if we?" Wasn't it meant? Oh, bubble wrap was meant to be wallpaper. How about that guy or girl? Uh, island on an island right now. Yeah. What island? Her island. Right. Arthur Fry invented the post-it. Arthur Fry. The, he is credited as the co-creator of the post-it note. <gasps> Hmm. Dead or alive? Uh, Alive. Unbelievable. Can we get Arthur Fry on the horn? Does he still work at uh, 3M, I I wonder? I hope not. No. He is 91 years young. Oh, God love him. Very cool. That's great. Thanks, Holly. Anyway. Now we got a name. Why were we talking about that? (sighs) You said, oh, I said it would be fun to work for the Daily Mail or Page Six or whatever. Because it just seems like you just get the right headlines based entirely on opinion. Just so that people watch, because they they have a uh, a video up that says miserable Ben Affleck slams door. So then they have this video of Ben and J Lo. They're in L A. They were doing a coffee run. It was Boy, Tuesday. What a dump. That could be anywhere. Like that could they could be in Ohio. <laughs> they could be that could other than the trees. Did you say trees? No, don't even get me started. Anyway, miserable Ben Affleck. Okay, They're miserable. And then I watch. And he goes, he looks, you know, tired, sort of a little exasperated, lets out a sigh. Jen's walking behind him. He opens the door to the fancy car. She gets in. He knows there's somebody recording right behind. He gets legs in. And then he just, he closes the door, but he continues. Let me paint a word picture. He continues to follow through, think golf or baseball, the follow through of, of his hand. Yeah, so when he shuts the door, he's not slamming it. He right. shut it and then kept his hand going like, here we go. So already, they didn't slam, he didn't slam the door, but he did offer follow-through. It made it look more uh, animated. And then he goes around to the other side, and he, he he stares at the photographer, and he puts his hand up like, what are you, come, come on. on. leave me alone. And then the guy's like, have a great weekend, or have a great day, and he's like, yeah, okay, you too. And then he gets in the car. Oh my, I, my point is... It's fake news. I would be. I would look more exhausted than Ben Affleck looks if I was Ben Affleck because I'd be like, okay, with all of these things. And like J-Lo, she goes out and she looks like she's ready to go on a red carpet. Always. He looks like he's ready to go on a coffee run. Right. You know? And she was like, hang on, just give me, give me one hour. And then she's all glammed up and he's just like, I'm just trying to get a coffee. Yeah. I'm like, so oh tired. my God. This is so Anyway, exhausting. fake news about Ben and Jen, according to me. And they make an entire story out of it, which is so funny. It's like, I, we should practice that sometime. Like, you see me in a room, and mm-hmm. I'm doing something, and you make it something completely different. We, this was an exercise in college that we had to do. We had to watch a video, and then we had to describe what happened in that video. And then, mm. after everyone you know gave their responses, you see... That what you were watching was an incomplete story. Yes, right. You know, so it's yeah. the same thing. But, you know, for some people, perception is reality. Um, speaking of seeing something and saying something. Ticks. 
Not a good sitch. Uh, my son just had a tick on him the other day. I am so grossed out by ticks. I was on a walk the other day. So I was walking along the lake and there's a little wooded area. And my neighbor was there and her. we stopped and, you know, three or four of us were talking. And her dog, a white dog lab, is just sniffing in the woods for a second. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just sniffing, comes out. Her face had like five or six ticks on it. Oh, oh, it was so gross. And we were, I was, everyone was looking at her like, huh, does she have like moles or what's going on? She had one on, on her ears. She had one, two, three, four on her face. Mm. Another one on her head. Oh my gosh. Wow. Like a matter of seconds. Also, my son found this tick and it, my daughter went on a field trip yesterday and the teacher sent a note at the end of the day and said, hey, we had such a great field trip. It was outdoor. It was just like nature center. And they said, uh, don't forget to check for ticks. Uh, we did find a few already today. And so just a reminder, check for ticks. So my son finds this tick. He's like, Dad, I had a tick on my leg. Look, it's here. And I said, I don't believe this thing that you can't crush them. You can you can crush anything. But there's a, a, a belief that you cannot crush a tick. So you guys understand I, that. I, honestly, I never heard that. Oh, you never heard this? I never so heard there's that. A very, so if you have a tick and you remove it. it, you're supposed to burn it. Or there's a very specific way that you then would wrap it up in a paper towel, put it in a plastic bag, and then throw it away. I was like, um, or you could just crush it because it's a bug and we are people. So you guys know I've been lifting Working weights. Out. Mm. And so I said, give You're me this so strong. stupid little tick. And he handed it over to me. And I tried to crush this thing for about two minutes straight in a variety of different ways pinching in with my nails, pushing in all sorts of different ways. Friends, I'm here to tell you, you cannot crush a tick. Wow. Unbelievable amounts of pressure that I was putting on this thing, rubbing my thumb back and forth over it, and then each time I lifted up, he was still for one second, and then was like, oh, thanks for that adjustment, Doc, and then just started walking around again. <laughs> Nuts. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Oh, so Ugh. gross. I've never had a tick on me, <clears throat> but I, I kind of would like to. I don't want Lyme disease. But I would like to remove a tick from myself. It's disgusting, Steve. I've I've done it from my dog's head before, and I didn't. I did, I thought it was like a mole or something, you know. Yeah. Just a growth, and I didn't want to hurt him, you know. So I'm trying to pull on it, and his eyes are looking like, "What are you doing?" Mm-hmm. I had a friend come over, and she's like, "Let me look at it." Plucked it out of his head, starts crawling because it looks like a Fred Flintstone bump on his head. And that's only because mm-hmm. it has so much blood in it. Correct. Because it's, yeah. Otherwise, they get, why you can't crush them, they just get super flat. They're like super, they're like paper thin. They're disgusting. Um, So, was it just crawling on him? Uh-huh. Yeah. See, and I have a cabin and I have a lot of cleanup to do. And now I'm scared. Don't be scared. I'm scared. Do you have a neighbor you can trust who can check you? No. And that's the thing. The one time I had one, I was in my bathroom mirror. With a mirror checking my hair, the back mm-hmm. of my hair. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to go to the dermatologist. What is that? <laughs> it was a freaking tick. You've had a tick on your head? Not on my head, on my back. Oh, no. Because I, Did the I didn't dermatologist figure this out? No, I saw it when I was checking my hair. My back was bare. Mm-hmm. So I could see my this thing on my back. Yeah. It's a whole thing, guys. It's gross. Make sure you get some good spray.
Thank you. Do this? Do the drops work for the dogs? It says kills t- uh, ticks, fleas, and all that kind of stuff. Frontline. Yeah, the, you'll still find a tick on them, but hopefully the tick is grossed out by the poison in their body. Poison to the tick. Sure. You do that every month, right? Right. <laughs> when we come back. We will uh, have music news. We'll have a dirt alert. Sadly, we won't have Holly Roberts. Horo is uh, leaving our show. The Big Zamboni will come in for hours two and three. Thanks for hanging with us. Happy Friday. It's Donna and Steve on my talk.